So half of every individual in the construction sector has, you know, had mental health challenges. And, you know, most of us out there do have some mental health problems. Life isn't easy. The world is tough and there's a lot that goes on. So how do we move through it? That's really the question. Make sure that you reach out to me, you reach out to my team. We'll be more than happy to help you and support you. But you've got to make a change going into 2024 if you want to do something different. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets Podcast. I'm your host Joseph Valente and we've got a very, very important topic to talk to you about today. Now, mental health is something that most people don't acknowledge and looking after your mental health is very important. If you haven't got your mind right, you're never gonna have your game right. So we've gotta make sure that you're well supported. Now, naturally, men don't like talking about mental health in so many cases because they see it as a sign of weakness. They see that they should be able to handle all of the pressures and the stresses that life um, chucks at us. But for most of us, that's not the case. And unless you acknowledge it, unless you talk about it, unless you hear about it from strong characters, then it won't help you to be able to get better and to be able to you know, manage it, control it, and find a way to move through it. So the construction industry is predominantly male-based. and Mostly it's men that are in the trade. And if you're a trades business owner, you're gonna be under a lot of pressure to build, manage, run. You've got you know, your children to take care of, you've got your partners to look after, you've got employees, you've got balance that you need to create across your own life and mindset. And so you've got to understand that you are not alone and everybody is going through these same challenges. Now, with any scenario in life, when it gets hard, strength of character is very, very important. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's easy to build, manage, run your own business because it definitely isn't. And it's not for the faint hearted. For many of us, it's just simply not for you. If you want to go home and switch off, okay, then you should probably work for somebody. You don't wanna be going home and switching off from your business because your business should be your legacy. So just understanding the difference between um, a job and building a legacy will help you determine you know, which path you want to take. Now, I've got some great stats that I think it's worth sharing here. So more than 50% of construction workers say they have struggled with their mental health according to their, the software provider Causeway Technologies. So half of every individual in the construction sector has you know, had mental health challenges. And you know, most of us out there do have some mental health problems. Life isn't easy, the world is tough, and there's a lot that goes on. So how do we move through it? That's really the question. The main problems reported were anxiety at 40%. People being stressed, nervous, worried about a situation that may happen. You know, anxiety for me usually is fear-based, but it's usually based on stuff in a lot of cases that never actually, you know, translates into reality. So, you know, how to deal with that is, I've got some advice and tips that I'll give you on how I deal with it. The next problem that was reported was depression. So 37% people, of people are depressed. They don't like what they're doing. They hate what the day-to-day -day looks like. And depression is real, but there are choices that you can make that will help you move through it. 
you know, how are you sleeping? How are you eating? How are you exercising? You know, are you drinking? Who are you spending time with? What environments are you in? Is it positive? Is it negative? Are you inspired? You know, most people say that they're, they're tired, but the reality is they're just uninspired because everybody wakes up early when they want to go on holiday, right? Everybody posts a picture, you know, having a, having a beer or a drink at the airport when they're going on holiday. But when you're going to work, you're not so inspired, you're not so excited. Fatigue, 28% of people are fatigued, they're tired. 25% of people lack self-confidence and another 25% of those were feeling overwhelmed. Now, the biggest factors cited as contributing to poor mental health were long and irregular working hours, financial pressures, lack of job security, tight deadlines, and site culture. So, you know, that's really, really interesting. I've worked on building sites myself. You know, I came up working on building sites, and a building site is it's a, it's a unique place to be. And, you know, it's full of lots of different characters from all over the place doing a different trade with a different mindset and a different mentality. And you've got to be tough to operate on a building site, especially as an apprentice. The apprentices are usually ones that, you know, get most of the stick, become the butt of the jokes, you know, and all of the stuff that comes with that. And I remember what those days were like. So some of the challenges that you're going to face that are going to hurt your mental health are, in my opinion, you know, starting with what your purpose is. What is your purpose in life? What is it that you're trying to achieve? Who are you trying to become? What goals do you have? If you're just showing up every day, doing the same thing, expecting a different result, not moving forward, not being inspired, not evolving, not upgrading, not leveling up as an individual, then, you know, that's the first thing that we need to fix in my opinion. Too many people are just on autopilot, playing their place in society without living their dreams. You know, remember back to when you were a child. Who is it that you wanted to become? You want to be an astronaut, you want to be a footballer, you want to be a movie star, you want to be, I don't know, you want to be one of those things that in most cases that are the kind of the, the dream jobs to achieve. Then what happens to most of us is we level up and we go through school and then school teaches us to become realistic and then we get graded against how clever we are. And that puts us at a level in society. So people give up on their hopes and their dreams. And I've never given up on mine and I'm chasing mine every single day. And that helps me deal with all of the stuff that I don't want to do because there's a purpose to it. There's an end goal. There's an outcome that I'm trying to achieve. If I went to work every day for somebody and I was only looking to make a wage every single month and I had to pay bills and I had to, you know, look after my kids and I had to provide for my partner and I was always struggling financially and I could never quite get over the breadline and, you know, and life chucked all of the problems that it does anyway, then I'd be fucking depressed as well every waking minute. So it's a choice. You've got to decide who it is, who you want to be, who you want to become. And I'm not saying even with all those things in place, it's gonna be easy, but it's gonna get better, you know, because we've all got to chase something to feel alive. Business owners are gonna face pressure every day. It's gonna be financial. It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be problems. People aren't gonna pay you. Um, you know, you're gonna have people quit on you. Things are gonna break. Systems aren't gonna work. And the best way that 
you can get equipped to deal with these. Because I watch people, I see people more stressed out running a one-man band business than I do running a multi-billion pound business. So what's the difference? Surely there's more pressure running a multi-billion pound business than there is running a small business. But the reality is, in most cases, that's not the case. Why? Because a bigger business has more money, it has more time, it has more resources, it has more margin for error. Because if you can't get things wrong, then you're always gonna have to be an optimum. You've always gotta get it absolutely bang on. And the other beautiful thing about building a business in my experience is that in most cases, business owners start a business because they're good at the job, not because they're good at the skills required in a business. Now, if you're a great plumber, a great builder, a great plasterer, a great landscaper, okay, a great electrician, you're not gonna be very good at sales, you're not gonna be very good at marketing, you're not gonna be very good at paperwork, invoicing, finances. And people get bogged down with all of the stuff that they don't know how to do, and it builds up and stacks up and creates lots of pressure. Well, my advice is, don't become great at the things you're not great at. Understand and become 10% good at the things you're not great at, and then lean into the things that you are. And as a business builds and grows and scales up, you get more cut money, you get more time, and you get more resources to be able to do all of the jobs that you don't want to do. My business has currently about 25 people in it, 30 people in the company, and what I don't want to be doing is doing the jobs that I don't want to do. So I've hired lots and lots of people into the business, so I don't have to do the things I don't want to do, because I want to get back to doing what I'm good at and focusing on what I'm good at. And you've got to be not afraid to hire people. And yes, hiring people comes with more stress and more pressure, but so does staying small. So scaling up, leveling up, getting new knowledge on how to build, scale and grow is exactly what I recommend that each business owner does. Being around the right people, getting in the right networks, being around winners will really help you change your mindset. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Who are you spending time with? And I like to break my time down into um, a third. So 33% of your time you spend with, doing, with people um, doing worse than you or where you've come from, okay? So that reminds you how far you've come. The other 33% of your time you spend with people that are on the same level as you. So you can share common problems, you've got um, stuff in common, you know, and it reminds you where you're at. And then the other third, I recommend that you spend with people doing better than you. So you can chase that outcome, you can force the level up, okay? You can see how far you can go because you're gauging how far they've gone. Now, you don't wanna get that too out of balance. If you go with people that are doing worse than you, you'll be held right back. If you spend loads of time with people doing the same as you, you'll stay as you are. And if you spend all of the time with people that are doing way more than you, you'll start to feel inferior. So getting the balance is absolutely key. And aligning all of these principles will support your mental state because you'll be much clearer on who it is that you are, what it is that you're trying to achieve, and where it is that you are trying to go. Getting clarity is what's really, really important. You know, getting clarity on who you are and what you're trying to achieve. If I didn't write goals down, if I wasn't on a mission, I would quit as well. You know, and every day you want to get up and you want to quit is because, you know, you just, you, you're forgetting what you're doing it for. Now, in a lot of cases, I see people sacrificing who they are for the benefit of their children, for their partners, for their families. And that's a great thing to do. It's honorable. 
you know, that you are doing that. And I make many sacrifices as well. If I'm gonna be a great dad, then I've gotta make sure that I'm inspired and that I'm living my full potential to be a great dad. But if I'm just working for money, just to put food on the table for my child, he's gotta see me motivated, he's gotta see me depressed, he's gotta see me not living my best life, and then he's gonna copy that. My dad was an alcoholic, he didn't work, he drank every single day, ridiculous amounts of alcohol every day, didn't work, Every day I'd go to school, he'd be, you know, still asleep on the sofa. You know, would always be in a bad mood, wouldn't be in a, would be miserable. And you could tell that he was just so uninspired. I take a lot. There wasn't a lot that I took from my dad other than the fact that that was a life that I never wanted to live. So I'm grateful that he showed me who not to become so I could become the person that I am becoming today. And... You know, looking back, I just think that there were so many mistakes that he made and he didn't change his environment. He didn't change his circumstances. He didn't have goals. He wasn't chasing anything. And that's why he was so depressed. And you know, what's really bad is many people that are depressed turn to alcohol and people struggle with pressure and then they try and numb it out with alcohol, with drugs, okay, with food, with all the bad stuff, right, that can be done. And so you've gotta be careful that you don't go down that road because it's a very, very slippery slope. And if that's you right now and you're listening to this, you know, make sure that you go get help, make sure that you um, speak to somebody because you, know, you don't wanna end down that road. It's not a nice road. And, and I've seen that happen to a number of different people. And I always think, if you, if you need to be intoxicated all of the time, now, there's nothing wrong with the drink every now and then, but to be constantly intoxicated, you're trying to switch off from reality. You're trying to switch off from what's going on in your life. You're trying to numb the pain, hide it, because it's easy to be intoxicated because then you ain't got to deal with it. But the problem is, you've always got to wake up. So it never goes away. And it only fixes itself if we start to make changes in our life, positive changes that move us forward. So the positive changes that I can recommend here for you guys today is get yourself around the network like the Trade Mastermind. So constant support, you get contact every day in one of our training groups. You've got a customer account manager that always checks in to make sure that you're okay. You get to come to multiple events live in person every single month. You get great training to be how you allow you to be better equipped at dealing with the problems that life and business throw at you. You get a good support network. You start to chase better things, you know, and we are around a very good circle of winners. You gotta to get to the gym. You gotta change up your diet. You gotta stop the drinking every single day. You gotta mix things up and then eventually the clouds start to lift, the sun comes out again, and then life gets exciting. But you gotta get some goals. What are you trying to chase? There's gotta be something that you're going to do, you're going to achieve. And there's no better time to do that than now. What I love about the wrap up and the end of a year means that suddenly there's a collective consciousness shift across the world where everybody's starting to think positive. But you'll see that most people give up pretty quick. You know, they give up very fast because they don't really want change. Change is easy if you really want it. If you're half in, it never is. 
You know, I've tried to break habits in the past and I know really deep down I've not been fully back in those changes and they end up just repeating themselves and coming back. There's always that little voice that tells you to, um, you know, do something. So you've got to be able to beat that, combat that. And 2024 is going to be a big year. It's going to be an amazing year for construction. Things are changing. The industry's evolving. We are training amazing businesses to be able to flourish and thrive, not just survive anymore. And they do that by learning the tools and they by learning the techniques of selling marketing and all of that that comes with it so if you like what i've said today don't be afraid to come to our next free training event it's going to be a real game changer for you it's a business boot camp we teach you sales marketing ops and finance it's completely free so i hope to see you there so before I wrap this podcast up, I've got some questions from the audience. So the first one is, as a successful entrepreneur, how do you prioritize mental health in a high-pressure business environment? And what advice do you do for others striving to balance mental health and well-being with professional success? So one of the things that I do religiously every single day is I go to the sauna for 20 minutes. I have a sauna in my apartment, and if I don't use that one, I will go to the gym the heat and the intensity of that sauna really, really allows my mindset to be pushed. And staying in there for that prolonged period of time really um, gets to see how tough I actually am. You know, the mind is a muscle and you've got to develop it. So I like to do that. The pressure um, uh, and the heat and the intensity just seems to really, really de-stress me. What I've been doing recently for the last probably six, six, four to six months now is going to boxing. Boxing is a great way to release aggression, to keep you fit, um, to anger manage, to make you feel good, to build your confidence, you know, and all of these elements that come with it. And then I would say, again, just be religious on your goal setting. Have big goals because that's going to help you really strive for something special. All right, question number two is, in your experience, how can we work collectively to break down the stigma surrounding mental health, both in the workplace and society at large? So, you know, breaking down the stigma for me, first and foremost, starts with stop worrying about what anybody else thinks about you. Because if there's a stigma associated to mental health, as probably in my mind as a weakness, then who cares what other people think? And if you lean into your weaknesses, they become your greatest strengths. Now, let's say I'm the fat kid at school and everybody keeps bullying me, right? And, um, you know, I'm getting hurt and I'm getting upset and I'm crying about the fact that that's happening to me. You know, actually, if you front those bullies out and say, you know what, I am a fat bastard, then all of a sudden you take the power away from those bullies and then you're joking about why you're a fat bastard instead of actually letting people call you one and letting it hurt you. And that's how you do it. If anybody ever tries to use a weakness against me, I will front that weakness out and say, yeah, I know, man, it's so crazy um, that that's the um, way that I am or whatever it is. And you just watch the power disappear immediately. The problem is we try and hide behind our weaknesses and pretend they're not there rather than bring them to the forefront and use them as strength. So for me, I don't care what anybody thinks, says um, uh, about me. I never have done, I never will do. And that makes it so much easier to be yourself. So, you know, don't worry about what other people say. You're going to do what you're going to do anyway. And then finally, number three is, how can individuals adapt their mindset as they progress in their own path towards financial success? All right, good. So mindset is, is so important. And most people have a way of thinking and they get into this boxed mindset, right? And they never break out of it. Why? 
because they never meet new people. They never hear new things. The amount of people that I've changed their life when they hear what I say, not because I'm so great, just because I talk in a different way to most people. And I say things that most people don't say. And when they hear it, it's that epiphany moment. And they go, well, I've never heard that before. And it's funny because I've been on the exact same journey. And if you st stay with the same people doing the same things, you don't make new friends, you don't go to new places, you're always going to be in the environment that you've put yourself in. So if you want to adapt your mindset, you've got to get around new people. You've got to meet new people because, you know, there's a lot of negativity in this world. A lot. And there aren't many playing the positive game. All you've got to do is turn on the TV, turn on the news, and it's constantly at you each day, every day. Now, the other problem that we've got is it's not just about the 6 o'clock news or the 10 o'clock news anymore. It's about the fucking social media, right? Social media, you go on Twitter, that's a news feed, and it's the most negative social media platform, in my opinion, out there. And, you know, everything now is about problems, problems, problems. People have taken to social media to use that as their platform to project more fucking negativity. So be careful what you are consuming on a daily basis. Remember, play the algorithm game. The algorithms on social media, if you tick the wrong boxes or watch the wrong videos, you'll see more of the same. But if you watch the right videos, you'll see more of the same. So be careful what hits your newsfeed because most of us are living in our social media feed, you know, a good six, seven, eight hours a day and it's consuming. And you've got to be careful what you're programming into your mindset. So hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast today. If you've got any challenges that you're facing, make sure that you reach out to me, you reach out to my team. We'll be more than happy to help you and support you. But you've got to make a change going into 2024 if you want to do something different.